Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Itcher World podcast. I'm your host, Julia Hawkins. Welcome to a new episode. This week, I really wanted to talk to you guys about something that I feel like I could relate to and kind of give you some advice within, like, how to help it, how to fix it. I wanted to do a more one-on-one relatable episode. So, as I was sitting there thinking about topics, it dawned on me, and I was like, okay, I'm going to do the number one topic of probably the biggest thing that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. So, today we're going to be talking about social anxiety. We're going to be talking all about what it is, how it affects me personally, how to help it, and we're just going to go from there. But let's start with a little life update because I have something really exciting to share with you guys, and I've decided that I am not going to tell anyone or share this with anyone. I mean, obviously my parents know, but I'm not even going to tell any of my friends. So, If you're listening to the podcast right now, you're going to be one of the only people that know this until I am there and I share with everyone else. But I am going back to Hawaii next week. I'm just going for one week, just for a little vacation, and I already know that going and being there is going to be so hard to leave because I've never been there on vacation. I've never gone and left in the same week. So... It's going to be weird. It's definitely going to be a little bit of a weird concept, but I am so beyond excited. You have no idea. I've been gone about three months, and I have been missing it so much, so I cannot wait to be back. Unfortunately, a lot of my friends aren't even there right now, which is kind of sad, but a few of my friends are there, so hopefully I'll get to see the ones that are, but I'm just so looking forward to it. The hikes, and oh my gosh, I miss it so much. But, yeah, I was kind of thinking of it as, like, it's a business opportunity, you know what I mean? Like, I miss it so much, I've been working a lot, I have the money saved up, and it's a business opportunity, so why not just go? But, yeah, I'm super excited for that, and pretty much that's basically the only life update I have. So, I'll leave you guys with that, and let's just go ahead and get straight into the episode. So, let's kind of just start with a basic definition in case anybody may not know or may be new to the term. We'll just start with the definition. Obviously, you guys all know there is anxiety, like just general anxiety. Obviously, everyone feels anxiety at some point in in their lives. Some people have anxiety disorder, so they have like an act, they have actual anxiety that they deal with every single day. Other people, maybe they just feel stressed from time to time. Maybe sometimes it's heightened, sometimes it's not. Anyways, a person with social anxiety disorder feels symptoms of anxiety or fear in situations where they may be scrutinized, evaluated, or judged by others, such as speaking in public, meeting new people, dating, being on a job interview, answering a question in class, or having to talk to a cashier in a store. If any of those things that I just said, you're like, oh my god, I relate to that, that's just, like, those are some things of social anxiety. Now, I feel like there are so many other symptoms or things that are not talked about that could also be considered social anxiety or may mean you have social anxiety, and some of these things, like, 
Yeah, sure. Obviously, some of the things listed on that list I, like, struggle with, but I wouldn't say anything on this list is one of the major things that I was like, oh my god, that means I have social anxiety. For example, speaking in public, I really have no issue with, even in school, I mean, obviously everyone gets nervous, everyone gets scared before you have to give a speech or talk to people, but I never had an issue with that. Sure, meeting new people is scary. I don't like to meet new people, but I feel like I've kind of grown with that, and I've gotten better at that. Um, Having to talk to a cashier, I'm fine with that also, but, like, it depends on the situation. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, the other day, I was at a restaurant with my friend, and she was like, go, can you um, go give the card to the waiter to pay the tip? And in my head, I'm like, oh my god, I'm not walking up to this waiter right now and handing him the credit card. Like, why can't we just wait till he comes back over? But I did it. I walked up to the waiter, I gave him the card, and it was fine. So it's like, sometimes you just create these scenarios in your head that are so scary and just, I don't know, we just create these narratives in our head that don't even end up to be true. And when you just do the thing that seems so scary, you realize, okay, that wasn't even that bad. But... Yeah, those are the symptoms that Google has listed. They say fear in some or most social situations, fear of being judged or humiliated, fear of being embarrassed, blushing, sweating, or trembling in social situations, avoiding social situations. And now they also provide you with the difference between social anxiety disorder shyness or introversion so for social anxiety disorder it is a mental illness overwhelming fear of humiliation social situations cause high stress fear anxiety may trigger avoidance shyness is just a personality trait so it's just a fear of negative social judgment lacks confidence especially with strangers and they're more comfortable with familiar people. Whereas introversion is also a personality trait, preference for low stimulation settings, limited social energy, and prefers individuals or small groups. Now 100%, I am an introvert. I crave being alone. I have gotten so bad to the point where I like cannot make plans. I cannot have plans. Because when those plans come about, I don't feel like going. And I don't know, I don't think that's social anxiety because, or I don't know, because it's not with like people I don't, well, if I make plans with people I don't know, nine out of ten times, I will bail. So that's not good. But when it comes to being introverted, I cannot do like high stimulation environments. It has to be low stimulation settings. I cannot do parties. I cannot do like clubs, any of those high stimulation places, and 100% I do have limited social energy. I found this graph on Google, which is really interesting. So it says on the top of it, it says social anxiety disorder, and there's a girl on the side, and it has two thoughts in her head. Well, there's a graph also. The graph says, first day at a new job, anxiety, time, There's a little drawing, and then there's the girl, and her two thoughts are, do I even want this job, and I can't do it. And it says, 
yeah, her, she has fear of being judged. She's nervous and jittery. Does she even want this new job? Now, I can relate to this because I feel like I always have thoughts of, like, I don't know, I don't like being around new people. Well, I just said I don't have a problem meeting new people. But, like, I don't like being around people that I'm not comfortable with. Um, and I always think, like, oh, like, when I have to get a job, I'm gonna have to be around all these people, I'm gonna have to interact, and those thoughts terrify me, but that's what's gonna bring us into how can we help this, what can we do to get over these hurdles, these boundaries, what can we do, because it's not good to be feeling like that all the time. So, you guys know me, I'm all for natural, organic, all that kind of stuff, like, what's the word when you just use, like, herbs and stuff, holistic, we're all about holistic healing and all that good stuff, so I have here some lifestyle and home remedies to help with social anxiety, so learn stress stress reduction skills, something that I really like, and it's so simple, but it's breathing, like, I know everyone's going to tell you to breathe, everyone says breathing exercise, this and that, but it helps and it's so simple and it doesn't even have to be anything crazy it can just be fully stopping for a second and paying full attention to one single breath will make a difference trust me we have get physical exercise or be physically active on a regular basis now let me tell you the gym gives me anxiety going to the gym when there's a lot of people there is scary because you are like, especially if you're new to the gym, you're like, oh, are these people watching me, blah, blah, blah. No one's paying attention to you. You are more aware of everyone else. You're more aware of yourself than anyone is of you. So go to the gym because exercise will help. If you can't go to the gym, just go for a walk or something. Go for a nice long walk and it will help. Get enough sleep. I know for me, if I get less than seven hours, I have a rough day the next day. Eat a healthy, well-balanced diet. Avoid alcohol. Limit or avoid caffeine. Participate in social situations by reaching out to people with whom you feel comfortable. Now, yeah, this helps because I could go to a social situation with someone I'm comfortable with and be okay but if you go to something with someone maybe you don't know that well or some new people that is not going to help you and I know people say oh but you have to get out of your comfort zone you need to do this to get out of your out of your comfort zone you are not going to help your social anxiety by doing something you are uncomfortable with with people you don't know it's not going to help you need to start small You need to start with the people you're comfortable with and work your way up to that because if you go to that event with someone you're not comfortable with in an environment you're not comfortable with, subconsciously you are giving yourself, you're setting yourself up for the mindset of this is horrible, I'm going to have an awful time, and subconsciously it's going to make it harder for you to go to an event like that with people that you're even comfortable with. Never mind go again and do it when you have overcome it. It's gonna, I think in the long run, it's gonna make it harder. Now I'm no doctor. I'm just kind of using logic with what I know about the subconscious mind. I would start small. People you're comfortable with, 
environments you're comfortable with push yourself out of your comfort zone to do it more often not pushing yourself out of your comfort zone to do something that is so crazily out of your comfort zone so here are some like practice situations you could eat with a close relative or friend in a public setting then you're in public you're around people purposefully make eye contact and return greetings from others or be the first to say hello give someone a compliment a stranger a compliment ask a retail clerk to help you find an item get directions from a stranger show an interest in others ask them about their homes their children all of that call a friend to make plans let me tell you that's where i struggle the hardest i cannot keep plans and i know i already said this i can't keep plans like i might be doing absolutely nothing i might even be bored but sometimes i just cannot hang out with people and i don't know what it is but i genuinely i can't like i feel like it's getting worse too because i used to hang out with my friends a lot and I used to like enjoy my time and myself but I feel like now even when I hang out with people I just like I don't know I like can't wait to be alone and not in a bad way like it has nothing to do with my friends it's just so like I want to be alone I want to be quiet I want to feel comfortable I want to feel safe like I just can't do so much stimulation lately and I don't know why but some strategies that can help you begin to face situations that make you nervous. Prepare for conversation, for example, by reading about current events to identify interesting stories that you can talk about. Focus on personal qualities you like about yourself. Practice relaxation exercises. Learn stress management techniques. Set realistic social goals. Pay attention to how often the embarrassing situations you're afraid of actually take place. I'll say that one again. Pay attention to how often the embarrassing situations you're afraid of actually take place. Really let that one sit in because when you sit down and you look on what's going on around you, you'll notice like almost never do the situations that you are scared of in your head actually happen when embarrassing situations do happen remind yourself that your feelings will pass and you can handle them until they do most people around you either don't notice or don't care as much as you as much as you think or they're more forgiving than you assume and then just lastly some things you can do just to kind of become more consciously aware of maybe why it's going on or what's going on make a list of the situations that you've been avoiding and it's just because this will help you be like be more consciously aware of like okay what have i been avoiding what happens more frequently why and it will just help you get to the bottom of why why are why am i avoiding these situations any symptoms you've been experiencing and for how long Something else I wanted to mention and kind of talk about was I am on top of the world and I make plans with everyone when I'm feeling social. And then, like I said, the day comes, I cannot get myself to do those plans. But so I don't know if that's a good thing, 
that like oh the social day comes and I'm like I want to do this this and this with this person but it's like if I'm not doing that thing at that instant when I ask that person uh that will not happen like guarantee you that thing will not be followed through with and will not happen and I did also hear that not following through with plans was a symptom of ADHD so I'm not sure how that correlates but when I read that I was like that is really interesting but yeah I'm just gonna leave it there because I feel like I we talked a lot gave you guys a bunch of little tips and things that you could do maybe if you're experiencing this and don't know what to do or maybe if you've just recently noticed it oh another thing I feel like is text messages and calling I will not if you call me I will not answer the phone I will not answer the phone I just I hate talking on the phone I can't do it if it's something that can be sent in a text you will get a response from me if you text me so I don't know the social anxiety says absolutely no phone calls absolutely no facetimes and I probably will answer the text message five times out of ten. To be honest, it just depends on, like, how much of my energy is it going to take to answer the text message. Like, have I been on my phone all day? There's a lot of different circumstances that go into it. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to work on it, but I feel like it gets worse every day. So, I'm going to do all those tips that I also shared with you guys. But I hope this episode helped somebody. And, yeah. My DMs are always open, as always, but thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week for a new episode.